It's Mungi. Oh, it's Monday. And it's Moibles. Welcome to Mungi O Wing Way Win Moibles. <laughs> I forgot the first two things I said, but <laughs> welcome to sick, Monday morning. Though. Kind of sounded kinda super kinda trill. Sick, dude. Uh, the birds are chirping. Super... The pats won. We're just guys. It's like the first day of fall, basically. Yeah, almost. We're like less than a week away from fall starting, which is super dope. It's that time of year where like you're trying to like fucking force fall. Like you're like, yeah. I don't care if I'm sweating. The Patriot, like the football's on. Yeah, there's pumpkins football's on at the grocery pumpkins, store. Football. I saw two turkeys <gasps> making love. Oh, <laughs> a little bit of stuffing. Uh, oh my god, that's where the line uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. It just sounded so aggressive. Um, my my family, my my wife has decorated the house in fall Ugh. attire. Uh, nothing better. So I'm like, nothing better. Um, so I'm like super stoked. It's a great time for the pod. Uh, welcome to Monday Morning Cobb. If you're new here, weird starting place. Um, or and it might be the best soon. Or it could be. This could be the best introductory episode. It's completely dependent on scones. On me. I'm scones. That's Darcy. On scones. Hey, welcome. It's a show where we talk about silly stuff. And by silly, we mean dark. And by dark, we mean like dark, but we talk about it silly. Yeah, it's uh, it's we both have a strange fascination with the uh the mysterious, the grim with Rey Mysterio, with Rey Mysterio with uh the Undertaker of sorts <laughs> with humankind. Um scones. Yeah. What did you do? What did you do? Just tell me what you did. I actually just got back. I went up to Old Maine, up to the North Woods. <gasps> Shut up. Yeah, to a survivor, like the show themed beer Olympics. What? Yep. What? <laughs> Is this put on by a family member or just like a No, uh, it was just like, uh event. Yeah. It was just an event and I went Were you were you voted off the island? I was not, but my team did come in last, so in a way I was. <laughs> okay. Um do you choose your team and no, you, like, you have to you pick get a, together you have to and pick like, a bandana and then the colors. Oh, uh, so it's kind of like Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yes, to yes to <laughs> to really I see throw shade onto the <laughs> hit show Survivor. It's like Legends of the yeah. Hidden Temple. It's like Legends of the what is the name of the face in the ball? <laughs> What's his name? That's like you know talking about? about the Simpsons and being like, oh, that's kind of like. Tom and Jerry, right? <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to remember his name. Uh, ah, God, I forget. Who? The host of Survivor? The giant wall. The, no, 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 no. Oh, on Legends, Legends of the, the Hidden Temple, Temple, the big talking thing? The giant face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we have uh, to find it now because someone's screaming at their car or uh, however they yeah, listen to this. I think it's like Bruno Mars? Uh, Bruschetta. Or something like that. Uh, did, Didn't did, he have did, like did, a really did, thick did, Italian yeah. accent? <laughs> He's like, hey. He's like, hey. I'm brutal shit. I'm walking in. <laughs> Wait. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I think it's like. Let me look. Now I got to look it up too. Legends of the Hidden The set design's based face. on Indiana Jones. That tracks. That makes Olmec. Olmec. 
Olmec. Talking Olmec. And I can't simply named Olmec. Voiced by D. Baker. Oh. oh, D. Bradley Baker was Olmec? Yeah, who knew, dude? That's crazy. If you don't know who that is, actually. he's a voice actor who's probably been in multiple yeah. things you've seen. <laughs> yeah. Dude, or video I mean, games you've played. Like a... He's in a he's, lot of he's fucking done video all, games. <laughs> he's done so much. It's insane. Um, But primarily, he was the voice but, of Tinkerbell. But he was Olmec. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he's most well known for Omec, the Omec. Um, Scones is going to be presenting today. Sure am, and Daddy. I just, I just, I'm just so happy. <laughs> Dars gets emotional. If this presenting. is your first episode. Dars gets emotional right around this point. I only at five minutes in. I just can't. Uh... Scones. Yes. Are you gonna? Okay. Here's a question. Yeah. Are you bringing the heat? Who? I don't know. It's pretty hot. Pretty hot shit. It's pretty hot. It's not like it's not gonna. It's not gonna blow your hair back. It might actually. I don't know. Ooh. Okay. Scale of one to Survivor in the Woods in Maine. Yes. Um. I, what would I this don't story know. Be? That's not a. <laughs> I don't have enough information. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you the scale. You give me the answer. That's the rule. Well, Scones, on a scale of macaroni and cheese ooh. to a bagpipe full of clam chowder. Oh, this is bagpipe. Where are we sitting? This is piping hot bagpiping. Piping hot bagpiping full of chowder? Yeah, do it at like a cop's funeral because for some reason it's like, <laughs> is that true or is that just movies and TV shows that every policeman's yeah, funeral no, is a every, bagpipe, even if they're not It's full Scottish. of bagpipes with clam chowder. Yeah, that's a common That's not just Boston. Thing. That's a New England cop funeral. <laughs> anyway, today <laughs> I'm going to bring the heat, and we're going to be talking about Hans Holzer, America's first ghost hunter. Ooh, shakaka, shakaka! All right, Sli- uh, band, slick your hair back and let those dillies fly. <laughs> Rise up from the dilly grave. That kind of, that kind of lack of context is why I hope this is someone's first episode. <laughs> yes, that's true. They'll be like, wait, so this is a thing. They'll be like, wait, who's Phil? Who, <laughs> whose dillies are flying? I don't understand. What's a dilly? What? Um, Someone came on real fast and talked about hot cars. That's oh. Phil. That was Phil, but he called me from a phone number underwater. <laughs> He's always getting so. into something. Anyways, Phil, <laughs> my source for this topic is a great article <laughs> of allthatsinteresting.com. They have not sent hey. us a cease and desist yet. Posers. Um, yeah, because guess who's driving all of their clicks, baby? <gasps> Phil? Well, <laughs> He's still underwater. Yeah, it's it's it is tough communication. Oh, we should help him. Honestly, I don't know. We got a we got a we got a show big. to put on, Darius. We're entertainers. <laughs> That's true. Showbiz never sleeps. This is an article by Catherine Olvera. Catherine Olmec. Yeah. D. Bradley Baker. 
Yeah, it's actually by. Okay, D. this article is by Deep Bradley Baker. <laughs> Playing Olmec. Play. Yeah. Okay, you have to read it in Olmec's. Voice. I don't even remember. Okay, without what wait, wait, wait. sounds like without, I was gonna say without looking up his voice. Do your best impression of Olmec. I picture. I'm picturing exactly like uh, what's his name Zorn or whatever from Power Rangers, the big like head in the tube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like that was deep. The Baker's paranormal life of Hans Holzer, America's first ghost hunter. Yeah, it was probably something like that, like big and echoey. Yeah, Beckoey. Oh, uh, Beckoey. <laughs> Beckoey, it's spring break. <laughs> Have a drink, Beckoey. <laughs> Beckoey, I brought these trulies for you. <laughs> a world-renowned paranormal researcher <laughs> and the inspiration for Ghostbusters. <gasps> I am afraid of no... Actually, we shouldn't even sing that, dude. That We're going to get sued. I am afraid of most ghosts. I was listening to the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast because I like that show a lot. And they were okay. talking about you make out with the most expensive thing they've done for that show. Is they had was the, license out Ghostbusters? Is, yes, the <laughs> Ghostbusters theme at the for the end credits of one of their episodes was seventy five thousand dollars. Wow! I'm afraid of no ghosts. To be fair, That's that theme crazy. song is fucking mint. <laughs> it, it it is a bag, dude. I'm gonna get that played out of the clam chatter bagpipes at my funeral. <laughs> it's gonna be sick. I'll pay the money. I don't the care. The sound of a bagpipe <laughs> forcing out <laughs> chatter is. Nightmare well, the thing fuel. is, is that if it's yeah, but if it's too creamy, it's not gonna like <laughs> I want the chunkiest clam chowder. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I want a piece of clam stuck in the top of one of those tubes. Hans Holzer wrote more than 140 books about his work, and my webpage is moving all over the place right now, including his investigation of the Long Island home that would inspire the Amityville horror. If you don't know about the Amityville cool. Horror, we did talk about that on a previous episode. We so hop on chatted. back. So pop back. Pop back and, and let those dudes fly. <laughs> <laughs> Today, there are countless documentaries and television shows about the exploration of haunted houses around the world. Classic stuff. Yes. Like, what was that? Who was that? Who was that? Taps. Was that? For that, we can thank Hans Holzer, the man thank who was often Hans. referred to. Can we all take? Can we take ten seconds to thank Hans? Thank you so much, Hans. Thanks, Hans. Back away. Um, Hans and Beckaway are like such a part of my I saw Hans and Beckaway like just talking to the pool the whole day. <laughs> just do it already. Next episode of Love Island. <laughs> yeah, except they'd have to be like all British and be like, I probably Beckaway fucking get night. Wow, you, that that's was what all British. That's really good sound British. Like. Yeah, Prove yeah. me wrong. <laughs> wrong okay back the, the man story. who is often referred to as america's first ghost hunter holzer was a parapsychologist and he spent his life studying unexplainable phenomena such as telepathy hypnosis and the paranormal he talked yeah i got a parapsychologist <laughs> yeah, yeah, right here notes <laughs> he taught courses on the subject <laughs> at the new york institute of technology but his true passion was traveling the globe to investigate claims of ghostly entities. Dude, that's such a sweet passion. That is a cool passion. I like started laughing in the middle of the sentence, that sentence, just like having a, a thought of clarity of how ridiculous this entire thing is. Everything that's happening right now. The, our <laughs> entire show, like <laughs> what we're talking about. What's going on? 
He's like the Indiana Jones of ghosts. Pretty much. And he ain't afraid of no ghosts. And he... <laughs> My webpage is like, you know, you ever been... All right, have you ever been on a webpage? You ever been on the Googles? And it's loading ads, so it like jumps up and down to fit the ads onto the page. Yeah, I hate that it's shit. It's doing it hard. Or like right before you right click now. on like a button, and oh. then it does that, and you like click on the ad, and you're like, I'm going to end <laughs> everyone at this website. <laughs> Perhaps his. I'm gonna go to the source code, hack their fax Dude, machine, and fax out pictures of my butt. Whoa. Dude, I'm literally gonna. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'm gonna hack their mainframe. I'm gonna truncate their router, hack their mainframe, and print out pictures of my butt in their boss's office. What if you were able to hack into a company's actual like database of whatever they had, and fill it yep. with the exact same with amount butts. of storage, but just your butts? <laughs> um, been there, done that. <laughs> First of all, why do you think? I am responsible for WikiLeaks. <laughs> it was Julian my butt. <laughs> Julian. Darcy's actually a Swedish guy in a Swedish prison, which is like a $3,000 a month apartment in America. Yep. Just sending butts. Reviews. Dude. Sending butts. <laughs> uh, kicking my feet up and sending some butts. Perhaps Holzer's most well, famous job was the investigation of the Long Island home that inspired Amityville Horror. Working with a renowned medium, Holzer allegedly contacted the spirit of a Native American chief who explained that the home was cursed. Holzer died in 2009, but he left behind an eerie oh, legacy that continues to inspire... I thought this was like like the, the late 1800s. I mean, he was pretty fucking old. But, I didn't realize this dude was like cruising around. Like he could be listening to All Time Low. Yeah, while it he was, was. Yeah, he was might have like seen Trek. these ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, uh, that's so weird. It's like when you like re- like find out that Pablo Picasso like was around in like the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like Michael Jackson was alive when Pablo Picasso was alive, and you're like, or that Rosa Parks fuck. also could have seen Shrek before she died. <laughs> I just want to know. I only care about people who have lived long enough to somebody <laughs> yeah. it The entire history of uh, man is pre and post. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's my, that's how I do talk. It's BC and AD, but it's before <laughs> Shrek and after Donkey. <laughs> anyway. Shrek with a C, I guess. So he died in 2009 and left behind an eerie legacy that continues to inspire amateur ghost hunters and paranormal experts alike. What do you think is the jump okay. from amateur ghost hunter to paranormal expert? So one clearly I've has done a lot of research. It. I'm yeah okay. So we I think two seasons ago we were amateur ghost hunters. Ooh. Now we've watched Paranorman eighteen times. And that's all it and takes. Therefore, I would have done that for three. <laughs> <we're parano- laughs> <laughs> I've been a paranormal expert for most of my life. My heart. I love paranormal. I've actually never seen Paranorman. Me neither. But I did see it came out around the same time as a movie called Monster House, yeah. which they're similar yeah. animation styles. Yep. And Monster yep. House is a fantastic movie. That I never saw that either, but that was like the the like Halloween animation time to be a lot. You had like Coraline, Monster House, For, uh, Paranorman. Most of them were like it's like Frankenstein Junior or something. It was a uh, like black and white stop motion. What? Frank and Are you, Weenie. Is this Frank a dream Weenie. you had? Oh, Frank and Weenie. <laughs> yeah, Frank and Weenie. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Yeah, it was uh, sick. Great time to be We alive. should watch one of those for like Patreon yeah, content. Yeah, Monster House is like actually a bit disturbing. 
for a movie oh, that you think is targeted at kids. Dude, if it's targeted at kids, I'm in. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean that in like advertisements, not like. Hans Holzer was born in Vienna. He's a oh, father, okay. everybody. <laughs> Relax. I'm a father. Take it he easy. just wants movies he can watch with his kids, okay? Fathers have never done nothing bad. <laughs> Name one bad dad. <laughs> no bad dad. Bad dads mom's either. Christmas just gets to be famous. Yeah, but there's bad no dads. no movies called bad dads. There's wild hogs. That's the closest you're gonna get. Bad Santa, maybe the pretty close. Pretty wild close, hogs is probably no the closest dad. you'll get. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I saw on Reddit today. There's like a r slash uh, Paul Blart mall cop. And a guy, it's like drawing a bad draw, like a bad drawing of Paul Blart every day until Paul Blart three gets announced, and it's like day eight hundred and eighty three. It's something crazy. <laughs> I like to it's think like that such a high was number. not like on the front page and to not get viral. You're actually just part of r slash Paul Blart. <laughs> oh, I'm a model. Oh, okay. But let's. I mean, I just need to get the word Guy's out. He's got his big boots on. I see. Yeah, they they've got little uh, those little balls on the sides. You know the the like snow. Boot, oh yes, uh, what are those <laughs> the little like pom poms yeah. hanging off. Yeah, pom poms. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what the point you of those like are. A, yeah, boots, a rich but... ski mom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Honestly, I might change my like name on all of my socials to rich ski mom. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> That's amazing. Instant messenger name. <laughs> Rich, I wish I was funny and smart enough when I was like nine <laughs> and I made my AOL instant messenger to be rich, rich ski mom. mom. My profile would just be like hitting the slopes <laughs> every <BRB>. day. <laughs> <laughs> the away message is like money's on the counter, hitting the slopes. Hans Holzer was born in Vienna, Austria on January 26, 1920. And his interest in the paranormal began soon after. When he was in kindergarten, his teacher sent a note home saying that he was scaring the other children with stories about ghosts and fairies. Dude, I love this guy. From his uncle. This guy would be a fan of the pod. He sure would. However, it wasn't until his teenage years that Holzer really began to take ghosts seriously. According to his 1963 book, Ghost Hunter, his passion for the paranormal grew when he read a book called Occultism in This Modern Age by Dr. T.K. Ostrich, professor at the University of Tübingen in Germany. Dude. Old TKO. Dude, pretty sick. Pretty sick, man. Also, if you don't know about Austria and Germany in the 30s, <laughs> wild time. <laughs> hey, yo. Holzer enrolled at the University of Vienna for a short time in the 1930s where he studied history, archaeology, and numismatics? Numismatics. That is coins. Ooh. Numismatists wow. are coin collectors. You're like one of the only people I know that would know that. <laughs> yep, that's because I'm married to yep. one, baby. According to the New York Times. However, just before the Nazis took over Austria in 1938, he and his Jewish family would f- uh, flee to New York. I'm moving to New York because Austria and Germany not get along. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the Classic Wombats. wombats hit, right, yeah. right in. <laughs> they changed a lot. There, Holzer began studying Japanese at Columbia University, kind of a weeb, before going to earn his master's <laughs> degree in comparative religion. Before buying his katana and his mall ninja outfit. <laughs> before his fedora stopped looking cool. Oh, hold on. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Um, before going on to earn his master's degree in comparative religion <laughs> and his doctorate in parapsychology from the London College of Applied Science. If I, if I came home and my parents were like, hey, what'd you get your master's in? I was like, comparative religion? They'd be like, what does that mean? What? Did you make it up? <laughs> That's not real. What about He's like, like listen, law? some got bar mitzvahs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's compare the Easter bunny versus. Some people get Christmas. Some people get Hanukkah. <laughs> That's compared. That's he's just defending his thesis. <laughs> After finishing his education, Holzer started teaching at the New York Institute of Technology. N I T. By the early nineteen sixties, Holzer had begun investigating reported hauntings in the New York City area. Dude, we could this could be us, but you're playing. <laughs> but I'm playing, listeners. <laughs> you play. He published Ghost Hunter, the first of around 140 books that he would go on to write. That's so crazy. And what's even crazier is that the cover art was him shirtless with a six pack. Yeah, for most of those. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was just like they literally just kept like uh <laughs> I would love it if he was this vain and chose to promote himself <laughs> via ghost hunting. Yeah, he was just a dude who like <laughs> was trying to get his like like supplement brand off the ground. He's just like Andrew Tate, but he's just ghost hunting instead. In it, he documented those early case studies, and soon he was well on his way to a worldwide paranormal fame. In his 1997 book, Ghosts, True Encounters with the World Beyond, Hans Holzer defined ghosts as a surviving emotional memory of someone who has died traumatically and usually tragically, but is not aware of their own death. That's the subtitle for the book, and it's really long on the front. <laughs> There's no room for <laughs> it. It just goes all the way down to like his, like, I was going to say, it covers like half of the six pack. He went on to it. He was mad about it. His editor was like, Hans, you can't have it this long. We're we can't even fit the horse That's- on this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but at least make it so that like there's like the anamorph style me turning into a werewolf in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to see me mid transform. Like not that much hair, but a little bit, like in the sexy place. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Give me a tattoo, Penguin Random House Publishing. <laughs> In the sexy places. <laughs> he wanted to elaborate that ghosts are <laughs> unwilling to part with the physical world. <laughs> this is so stupid. Ghosts are unwilling to part with the physical world, so they continue to stay on in the very spot where their tragedy or their emotional attachment had existed prior to physical death. Acting under these assumptions, Damn. Holzer often worked with mediums in an effort to communicate with the traumatized spirits where they were left behind. In his most famous case, Holzer teamed up with medium Ethel Johnson Myers to investigate the home where Ronald DeFeo Jr. had murdered his parents and four siblings in 1974. The family who moved into the house after the tragedy reportedly hearing disembodied voices, <laughs> smelling strange odors, and finding an odd slime oozing from the walls and carpets. They moved out after just 28 days, and in 1977, Holzer entered the residence to experience the chilling phenomena for himself. Holzer, now, well, when they say strange odors, does that mean bad? 
Is it like BO or is it just like <laughs> why does it smell what? like clam strips not... in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> smells like a Denny's on Forty Eighth and Nine. Smells like someone. Like, what does that mean? Fucking squeeze all the chowder out of that bagpipe in here. <laughs> yeah, because like that's not what is like. Who defines that? <laughs> I, really, like it just smells funny. It just smells like the way I'm it like... shouldn't right now. Right, <laughs> right. I know what this room should smell like, <laughs> and it's not this. This smells like clean laundry. It's like what? How do you? Def- who's defining? Who's, this? Whom's to say? Whom's to say? Holzer and Johnson Myers reported making contact with a Native American Shinnecock chief, who told them that the house had been built on a sacred burial ground, and that an angry spirit had possessed Defeo to kill his family. And later, when studying photos he'd taken of the home, Holzer noticed eerie halos surrounding the bullet holes from Defeo's gun. <laughs> All of, the, in the walls. all of the photos are selfies of his six pack. Yeah. Like, and then look, in the background, the back. he saw like a light. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just him with his selfie camera. <laughs> you can see the halo rings right next to my six <laughs> six pack. <laughs> You can see just above my tight shirt and my sick gutters, you can see a small... Uh, I was particularly veiny this day as I just worked out. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone at the public place is like, what is happening? Like, I don't know, but he, this guy like, sells huh? books. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but his Amazon self-publishing is through the roof. But this guy puts everyone in seats. <laughs> <laughs> Rich ski moms around the world are buying these things. The key demographic. <laughs> Holzer's investigation of the home is controversial, as historians insist that the Shinnecock people didn't even live in Amityville. So do you think it, it was the, the dude, the... Uh, was he a chief, it said? Uh, the Shinnecock know. guy. Yeah, he was a chief. Do you think he's just fucking with them? He's like, fucking white people, watch this. And just like... <laughs> <laughs> I would believe it. Also, I don't know why, but this entire time in my head, uh, Hans looks exactly like the dad in Jumanji when he's the hunter. (laughs) Like, that's what's in my head. But then he's got like a six six pack. I'm not going to (laughs) refute. I'm not going to confirm or (laughs) deny that. He's got the sweet mustache and like, but he's shirtless the entire time (laughs) everywhere he goes. So he's like investigating. And they're like, there was a strange odor in this room. And he's like, might have been this bad boy, and like he's just pointing at his fucking stomach. And he's like a weirdo. The whole publishing company's so sick of him, but his books just fly off the shelves. So they yeah, have yeah, they to can't. They're like, we, on. yeah, it's the only thing keeping them above water. <laughs> <laughs> However, he published several books on his experience, including one that inspired the film Amityville Two: The Possession. So this guy's inspiring a lot of movies. Dude, he's inspiring me to work out. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Go, get out there and go to the gym, people, if you want to look like Hans yeah, Holzer. Get some crunches. Start selling some books. <laughs> Though Hans Holzer is fondly remembered today as the original ghost hunter, he referred to himself as, quote, a scientific investigator of the paranormal. He disliked the term supernatural as it implied that the phenomena he studied were beyond science. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So he thinks there's. So did he have any scientific evidence to back up his claims? I mean, I guess he might be using like recorded audio or 
slime maybe so just because <laughs> you're using scientific tools doesn't mean right he, he's that what collecting data which is... probably supports something else that he's saying is like nah it's not supernatural i got i brought my my measuring tape with me so right. there could have been a coyote in the backyard like screeching and they were like that yeah. is the dead person in the walls yeah coyote screeching dude coyotes be screeching coyotes screeching dude mm-hmm. believe me i was just in maine he was just in Maine. He saw all the all coyotes screeching. Was Scones, were the leaves turning yet? They are starting to turn. <gasps> They're sure. not there yet, but some of those maples are looking a little yellow. They're looking they're ready to they're looking uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, hit him with it, Dust. Yeah, 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 Go. Give me that maple though. Um Continue. In April 2009, at the age of 89, he passed to, quote, the other side, a phrase he's often credited with coining, according to the Sydney Morning Herald. So first time Sydney, he, he popped out those, the last fifth and sixth of his six-pack, <laughs> he was like, I am now on the other side of my life. I have ascended to the other side. But he left behind a legacy that's larger than life. Most notably, perhaps... Is the impression Holzer unintentionally left on pop culture? Dan Aykroyd, the writer and star of the 1984 movie Ghostbusters, says Holzer was his inspiration for the oh, hit baby. film. I love it. He told the Daily. He told the Daily Mail in 2013, "I became obsessed with Hans Holzer, the greatest ghost hunter ever. That's when the idea of my film Ghostbusters was born, which is an amazing thing Wait, to Dan have Dan Aykroyd say. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, did he write Ghostbusters? He did, yes." What? I never he knew. He was that. like, "Yo, Bill Murray, do you can you please be in this movie?" And Bill Murray was working on another movie that he wanted to be in much more, but he like cuz a contractor for money or whatever, he was like, "Fine, I'll do Ghostbusters, but I'm not going to like try and I'm going to like put in like the worst effort." <laughs> really going to phone and it in. And then that ended up becoming like the key part of his character and why everybody loved it. <laughs> like <laughs> Interest. I never knew Dan Aykroyd wrote it. That's crazy. It's such, it's so sick. It's such a good movie. Such a sick, sick. They have a movie. great picture of the Ecto Mobile from here. So Dude. sick. Ecto, hardly know right? Holzer also lives on through his daughter Alexandra Holzer, who carries on his legacy with a travel channel paranormal investigation show called That's The Holzer Files. So dope. That is very sick. We should check that out. Yeah, we should. Get her on the pod, honestly. That'd be sick. <laughs> honestly, that we honestly like. Paper. I think that that is in the realm of possibility. It might be. I don't like, know. She's on travel uh, channel at the big time. We'll be like, talk to us about your dad's physique. <laughs> <laughs> like, we want to hear how many crunches did she he do? Would a day? Like, be like, yeah, I could do this. And then for research to like prep, she would listen to this episode and be like, I made a mistake. <laughs> like, the, uh, these guys are really oh, uh, fuck you guys. talking about my dad's physical appearance a lot. Well, he shouldn't have been so ripped, Alexandra. Like, <laughs> well, he shouldn't have made me feel funny. If he didn't want us to talk about it, why'd he put it on the cover of the book, Alexandra? <laughs> yeah, answer that, Alexandra. What did we say? Most of the books have that? That's like 70-something books, Alexandra. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's at least 70 books. In an interview... And... <laughs> So many books. <laughs> in an interview published on Ghost Village in 2005, Holzer was asked about how he would like to be remembered. He replied, as a man who told the truth, 
a hunk <laughs> as an absolute hunk and a male baddie. <laughs> as a man who told the truth, I won't have a tombstone. <laughs> Cemeteries are real estate wastes, and I don't believe in funerals of any kind. The sooner you burn the body, the better. It's just a shell. Mankind has a lot to learn, which is a badass way to go out saying that. That is a <laughs> super dope response. But they're like, how do you want to be buried? And he's like, that's a cemetery like that's a fucking waste of space dude burn the body <laughs> like that's sick burn me instantly burn the body if you want to live because these because a body like this is coming back <laughs> <laughs> yeah they say my body don't quit for a reason imagine yeah and, uh, a zombie with that physique dude <laughs> no thank you <laughs> no yeah we don't need that the world has super enough soldier on their side. <laughs> Yeah, they've got a goddamn borderline X-Men in the zombie army now. We don't need that. <laughs> and that's our little story on Hot Hole <laughs> That's our spooky little tale. <laughs> that's our little tale. <laughs> that is our fan fiction of Hot So if you're new to the podcast, a lot of episodes are like this. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of them, though. Some of them are so dark and twisted that we can't even joke. <laughs> Yeah, we can't even make silly hee-haws about his six Silly <laughs> hee-haws until someone's like sewing up a dead body of someone else and we're like, whoa! And we're like, yes, queen! Go off! Queen. Someone last night, it was um, like that classic, uh, if, if anyone here has ever drank alcohol and you've been at a social event where that's part of it, there's a lot of the times, if it's at a house, a part of the night where things start to slow down and you're just talking in the kitchen... It's always yeah. in the kitchen. Yep. And someone just, uh, she came late and she was just being, she asked what everyone's favorite ABBA song was. And I was like, hell yeah. That's now we're playing fire, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody finally Took gets it. guess. All right. This party just started, dude. <laughs> hell yeah. Dancing queen. So what was your answer? You, I'm very curious. I honestly could not think of a lot of them besides dancing, dancing queen, queen and Mamma Mia. What's your answer? Okay. Yeah. So I think I just had to go dancing queen. There's also a gimme, gimme, gimme. I know that one. Mm-hmm. What's but the... Uh, I know they uh, have an uh, insane discography. I'm pretty sure it's wild. They long. do. <laughs> like, they had a lot of hits. Like, oh, they were the Fernando? Fucking, are you kidding me? They were me? like the Hans Holzer of fucking Swedish <laughs> pop music. Dude. Now, okay, okay. The winner takes it all might be my favorite. The winner takes it all. Lay all your love on me. They had so yeah, many. Yeah, hits. they were what cranking the out. They were like, Take a on hit, me. they were like Take hits a to what uh, Holzer was. With yeah, this is nuts. Six book covers, dude. They're just pumping them out. Wow. Yeah, I think Gimme this Gimme is, uh, now a I Man get After it. Midnight is like that one's got some got some legs to it. That one's going places. <laughs> anyway, what did you, so was I? What did what did the, this person say? Did they respond? No, I don't think she even said one. What a crazy phantom of a human! Yeah, came in and then left as mysteriously as she entered. God damn it! That's beautiful. <laughs> man after midnight. Um, guys, write in your favorite Abba song. Please. Is what we're trying to say. That's the whole point of this episode was to get you to write that Give down. Give me some deep cuts. Yes. This is fucking date pants, uh, dude. So I love Hans Holzer. Yeah, he's he should be awesome. the mascot <laughs> for our entire like 
podcast media company. Yeah, <laughs> and we have some editing to do in the full Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> Also, if you are a fan fiction writer and uh, looking for a job, I've got one. (laughs) (laughs) It pays terribly, but ooh-wee, is it going to fulfill your wildest dream? Fantasy. Um, Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out out the rest of the the Monday Morning Macabre discography anywhere you get podcasts and uh, check us out on socials at mondaymorningmacabre.com oh yeah right around the MM corner pod on, have to be s- on Twitter start voting on your favorite season 3 episodes yes season 3 episodes the vote for the poggy woggiest is, is coming and in and so your favorite that. ones will be listed and talked about with highlights on our annual Halloween spooktacular Halloween spooktacular Which, is that, a, is and, that like uh, a series finale or a season finale or is that like a season start? I think it's a season. No, I'm pretty sure it's a season finale. Okay. It feels it feels like a finality. A finality. A finale. It feels l- listen, Old Mac, play us out. <laughs> I I don't yeah, I, I'm not going to get the clip. <laughs> uh Night Museum the like gum gum like Easter Island head. <laughs> Yeah, this was all a ruse. a ruse. I just wanted to talk about a ruse. Uh guys, have a good have a good have Monday. a good. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.